Mom Save America is sponsored by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? Mom Save America is also presented by Plain Jane Designs, a bespoke graphic design artist specializing in business card, flyer, invitation, Christmas card, Christmas cards. Last comment on the Christmas cards, I got a wave of them. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. And I'm still mad at you for not sending your Christmas card so out. So I was just about to say, do you know how many phone calls I've gotten so far? Like, am I off your list? Yes. Where's my Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, Whoa. And when you don't send one out, you have to know you're being eliminated from some people's lists. Like, because they think, Grace. oh, we don't exchange cards anymore. Cross her off the list. So Grace. We have to do, maybe we'll do a New Year's card. Yeah, we're doing do Even one. You still have one, time. Nobody likes New Year's cards. We're gonna do one. All right. I, I mean, it's kind of kind of close. You're like a week away. No, if you you could take one this weekend and send it out. <laughs> Listen, Walgreens, they're ready in twelve hours. Less, right? I'm not a Walgreens girl. I'm sorry. It's better than nothing. Okay, we'll be right back. This is Mom Save America. Welcome to Mom Save America. I am Tina Graff. I'm Carrie Lucas. The gang is here, which always makes me happy. My thing about Walgreens, I'm fine with Walgreens. What I need are like the envelopes that are already... Oh, like... Li um, licensed. Lined yeah. and your no, return lined. address. I don't even need it. my return address. I have stickers from my return address. But when I send my stuff into Minted or something, they print my, my envelopes. With the addresses? Yes, I send the the Excel spreadsheet with the oh, addresses. Oh, that's upscale. I'm paying like eighty cents a card for well, my card. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that writing out the addresses. Yeah. I have like three hundred freaking names. Well, my OCD oldest daughter. That's the part that she loves. <gasps> oh, mom, can I address the cards? And she oh, sits. Oh, that's and, a wonderful daughter. That's the only reason why we got What's them out so early to? because she sat down. She Designed the card, sent it to Walgreens. Yeah. Oh. She did the whole thing. Well, so. I don't have that grace. No, she no. doesn't like her handwriting. All right. Anyways, we are a podcast dedicated to mom templating all the things that spark controversy, create parenting challenges, and generally make us go WTF. Today on the podcast, we are going to review uh, something that we talked about last week. Oh, my Lord, that dog. <laughs> yeah, that's the dog. That's nobody's stomach, just for the record. Yeah. When I say we're all down here today, we are all down here today, including Franny, who's been at the vet several times. Why? He's um, a nervous Nellie. He's got licking uh, skin issues. Oh, that's rude. She bites her feet. She puts so, her whole foot uh, in her mouth and gnaws on it. We just took her to the vet, actually, and she got a shot for the itching in the um, skin and everything. And, and it worked. What kind of, well, he's on some new medication and, and on like a Benadryl type thing that's yep. 10 times stronger than Benadryl. So it's helped a little bit, but the licking at night has been... Infuriating. Oh, I've slept downstairs. No, the sound of a dog <laughs> licking itself. In I don't mean to be grotesque, but is there a grosser sound? There's no grosser sound, especially in the middle dead of night. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden you start to hear... Yeah. Oh, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then he'll go and drink from the toilet, yep. and then mosey back yep. in, back flopping. I'm like, okay. yeah, I, I was going um to in the morning. I was going to my room to do school, and I hear mom go, "Who's there?" And I was like, um, me. 
over the railing and she's like got her whole uh, sheets out. Like her whole bed? Yeah, on the couch. <laughs> Listen, this 2020 has screwed up my whole schedule. So whereas early COVID, I was still getting up my, yep. you know, 6, 6.30, doing my thing. And it's it has slowly morphed into I'm at awake at 1 o'clock in the morning crocheting my Yoda babies. Oh, like, golly. I'm not kidding. I just told Tina when we got here, because she showed us, like, six baby Yodas, that <laughs> I saw a TikTok, and that basically said, people that are working themselves nonstop, it's a trauma response. So we need to get to the bottom of Tina's trauma. The other thing about that is I don't ever necessarily complete anything to the fullest. Yeah, Yes, I've made seven or eight baby Yodas. But... I would say they're completed. <laughs> I know, but like, what am I doing with that? Anything? I don't know. Nothing. So we got to do something with them. <laughs> Speaking of trauma, what we think? Oh, yeah, can yeah. we talk about t- Taylor Swift for a second? Oh, she's trauma? in trouble. I saw yeah. that. Oh, saw the that. signal. The signal. Yeah. She's yeah. Doing this. Do we think that? But who's abusing her? That's what I, I think. I think it was an accident. I think she was going like this, and then she put her hand down, like, like she was going like this, and then she went like that. I think she's a marketing genius. Nobody can see the signal we're making, but she made the signal for domestic violence, right? I thought. Who the hell knows that? Black Lives Matter, personally, but I don't know. That's like that's that's the face. Okay, sorry, I don't know. Yeah, like who is abusing her, and if she is just marketing, what is she marketing? She's married just herself. She's just wait, so people will be talking about her. Emmy is saying she's married and pregnant. Yes, that's a rumor that she's married. Well, that's fine. I think she's married because in her song she says take my hand who is she married that's the to the same like Joel fly Allen. high <laughs> like how are people supposed to know what that means well there is a remember guy on tiktok when... who said the fbi should be recruiting from swift talk because Swifties. these people oh are, are deciphering every move these that she makes people are the they would crack our national security issues in a heartbeat. I saw another one that her phone rings and then she was like, oh, I didn't even know I had a home phone. And then someone looked up like when was the landline invented and somehow connected it to her. What? The invention of her phone ringing at like a certain time in the video and then somehow related to the invention of the landline machine. Like, was was it had to do with her Rhode Island house? It had house? to do with one of her songs. Oh. Had to do with the landline. It was weird. They're not claiming she invented the landline. No, no. It's saying the day the landline was invented was like... I, the day I her phone remember. rang. <laughs> no, the time in the video. The though? time in the video was like the day the landline was invented. It's all too much. I don't really? remember what okay. the TikTok was. The bottom line of this, let's, let's, let's wrap this back up here. She may be or may not be in some sort of domestic abuse related problem. Do you think she, it's her abuser that's cut her bangs? I know. Because they're bad. Maybe she's abusing herself. I kind of love them. Oh, oh, my God. I don't hate bangs. I do like bangs. I don't like bangs. They're like bangs. super short and curly. They're not, it's, I hate bangs, but I only like hers. Oh. It works for her. I think. I don't it, like I think them. it works for her, but personally, I don't really like it. Yeah. I, but I would say, like, what if you're, like, working out in the gym? I feel like that would look gross. Sweaty bangs. <laughs> like, that's just not a look. Yeah. And it's curly, so they're, like... Bangs are a tough thing to maintain. Let's transition into Olivia Jade. So last podcast, we talked about Olivia Jade on the red table. I since have watched it. I think Carrie watched it too. I want to discuss what were were your initial reactions? Because my point in the last podcast was that I didn't know how I was going to feel if I was going to have any empathy for her. Right. You were like hating her. 
I wouldn't say you that. You have empathy for her? You, you were hating on her. You were. I was you feeling... You were saying she was spoiled I, okay. and that she was wasting an opportunity going to school and you didn't have no, any I empathy said, for her. True, and I also said that she was being more opportunistic than apologetic. For sure. Okay, so what did you think about how she handled herself and and if she was being really sincere in your okay, opinion? Okay, I, so I um, thought she was being as sincere as she could be because, again, she said herself, this is the only world I know. Like, in the beginning, she said, I wasn't really sure what my parents had done wrong because everybody I knew was doing that, too. Lying about what you do in your life? Like, lying well, about... paying somebody to get them into a college and all okay, those that's, things. That's one thing. I don't me. think she knew, like, to what extent Maya, if your mother gone. said, get in a, on a row machine right now and pretend to be a rower because I'm going to submit <laughs> that in your application, wouldn't you be like, Mom, what are you doing? I think she'd do it. No, yeah, she, I, maybe she would do it, but she would be like, would Mama, be like, are we, like, trying weird. to pull one over on somebody? Like, I felt like, listen, I have a lot of other things to say okay. about the whole interview process itself. I thought it was a very soft interview. Soft. Even though they came out like, oh, we're going to be so tough. They were like, yes. Oh, yeah. Good I for felt you. like they really babied her. Oh, um, I think the grandma was kind of mean. She was. She was mean when Olivia Jade was not out there. But when she came out, she asked her like one tough question, and then immediately like switched it up to being compassionate again. Here's my thing. I don't think Olivia Jade had absolutely anything to apologize for. She didn't do anything wrong. Her parents paid. For her to get into college, I don't know how that's her fault. Okay. I don't know well, where she, the responsibility. She could apologize for yeah. taking that opportunity away from someone else because she did say in one of her YouTube. She videos, did say that in her YouTube video. She goes, "I don't even go to class." Right. Yeah. No, for sure. That's just she an entitled be... white kid. Okay. Okay. Right. I, but my thing is, as far as the like Varsity Blues scandal itself goes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she has to apologize for. I, I don't think she has to apologize for she, that at all. She wasn't involved in it. Her parents she was involved were involved in, in that. No, she was involved in it, but she just pretend. She just decided to not play an active role in her life. She decided that, I'll do okay, what my parents tell me to do, yeah, and she should apologize for that. And then, and then I so I'm she defending didn't. her on that no. piece. But then I didn't like how she threw in, oh, well, I've been down to Watts, and I've fed the kids. and That that doesn't fix this. That's like right. a catchphrase to make it sound like you're sympathetic with black America. And listen, it wasn't a black America issue. It was just a poor America issue. Poor America, you were yeah. taking advantage of it, it, kids that don't have the same opportunities as you. And that's the only thing that bothered me kind of about the grandma, too, is that... The grandma, I think because of the times mm -hmm. and because of the year 2020 and what that meant to black America, which I do understand, the Varsity Blue scandal was not a white versus black issue. No. It was an entitlement versus non-entitlement issue. And it bothered me because I wanted to say, Nana, that child sitting next to you is pretty fucking entitled. It's about privilege. Willow? Right. I mean... Uh, Nana's upset. Willow's had every opportunity in I, the world. I don't, but she's still a black girl. 
She's no, sure. She, but that's if my she point. Was by it wasn't herself, a black white issue. Yeah, and if Willow was out driving a car by herself and a police officer doesn't have any freaking clue who Willow Smith is, absolutely, she could easily be arrested just because of the color of her skin. And absolutely, that's what she's but that's to. not um, of of the of Varsity uh, Blues it, Olivia Jade. But the scandal. Varsity Blues scandal became a white privileged scandal. Yes, the grandmother had a really hard life, and she raised her daughter to be extremely successful and self-made and all of that and i'm so there for her in that but her granddaughter is pretty much the same as olivia jade okay olivia jade comes across whereas i i've only heard willow smith speak a few times and every time i have heard her speak it is in a more she seems lovely yes and and well, like, thought out mm-hmm. is, and concerned about the community at large mm-hmm. and the world at large versus Olivia Jade's little bubble, liking where she's in her little bubble, not even wanting. She basically was like, I didn't even really want to know what was outside of my world. This is my world. and Yeah, why would you? Yeah, I like to live in this world. Obviously, I don't care about that because I can be in, on a YouTube video saying... It doesn't really matter. I just want to go for the party. And look at my pashmina. That's yeah. the only YouTube video I ever saw of her. She got a pashmina and was trying on all and the different ways I, to wear right. I pashmina. Watch the, did you watch? The, I watched the whole Red Table talk. And I thought what it did do was really bring to light how detached people like her or some of these other, like, you know, very wealthy celebrity kids who... And it, it isn't, that isn't their fault because their parents haven't right. introduced them to... Or shown them what the majority of the world Absolutely. looks like, but if what she's trying to do is educate herself, then really do that. It didn't come. I know she kept saying she was going to do it. It didn't feel. I I agree. I didn't. I didn't leave the interview like disliking Olivia Jade or anything. But to me, it didn't. Um, it didn't. I didn't think she came off poorly. I just thought it was kind of a. Eh. What it did do is say, okay, she has she recognizes that she has white privilege. That's about as far as I got. Right, and the was other anything thing, else going to happen from that? I don't know, but she at least recognized. Oh yeah, I'm a white. I'm a privileged white girl. The other thing I didn't her. like is yeah. I didn't know why they didn't say if your parents were so sorry and you were so sorry, why when everybody else fessed up and pled guilty and took their blows and went on with their life. Why are your parents the last two mm-hmm. going down fighting, saying they didn't do anything there wrong? There was a lot of things that they could have asked her. I don't know why they didn't ask I, her I that. I don't know why they didn't ask her that. I think she would probably be prepped for that and be like, they really, truly believe they didn't do anything wrong. That's what she keeps saying. Like they didn't. Well, she did say that. She said they thought they were working with a college counselor, and I, I didn't leave hating her, but, but I felt like I, I didn't... I get she saying she was oblivious, but doesn't she, shouldn't she think... Hmm. I don't have a 4.0 GPA. How am I getting into this school? Well, and also, she claimed that she worked her ass off in high school, oh, I which I know so. is not true, because she was hardly so. attending at the end because she had so many commitments and sponsorship and obligations even if you outside of school. Really well in high school, it's still pretty hard to get into USC. Yeah. With the best grades. You're telling me she was the best at her high school? And the other so. thing that I that was like alarming to me because we sort of just went through this process of getting into school how the mom was like oh Mosmo you handle it you take care of it as she claimed she was just oblivious to it all so 
You, you didn't... Because other kids fill out their applications. Right. Other kids are writing an essay. Other kids are meeting with their school counselors to figure out right. wh where's the best fit for you. What are you qualified to get into and right. what are you not qualified to get into? She didn't take any part in that. And by her talking about that, she didn't even realize how other kids actually apply to because school. Because I think, like Maya said, I don't think she had any desire or wish to go to school. I think her dad was like, you're going to go to school. Right. And, and, I'll, and I'll just take care of and it. This, and I'll tell you where you're going and what day to show yeah. up. Yeah. So I felt like she wasn't really honest about that either. I wish she had said, That's I wasn't part of the college application process because I didn't really want to go to school. And she should have addressed the fact right. that she made that YouTube video saying, I don't know if I'm really going to attend classes. I'm just sort of here for the experience of it all. Like you're being very nice the way you said it. She was incredibly patronizing when she made that video. She decided of her own free will to go on Red Table Talk to make amends, to apologize. That was her whole reason. And she still wasn't honest about her situation. Yeah, that's and what it, I was saying to you. I feel like she was as honest as she could be because I don't think she still even understands she how the rest of the world even but gets just, to college or does things. But you just said she does understand what she wanted versus what she didn't want. And listen, we are talking like we know her, but it seemed pretty clear that if she wanted to go to college, she would have been somewhat involved in her high school mm -hmm. and somewhat involved with her parents talking about different schools. Otherwise, it was just like, fine, I'll go to USC because that's where my dad wants me to go and I'll let them take well, care of it. And to what Maya was just saying, like if her saying I, I worked my ass off in um, high school, there should have been some follow up. So what was your GPA and what do you think it would take for what a did normal you want to major in? Yeah. To get what, it. Yeah. What was her major? She's older than me, I think. I think it might have been business. I really felt like the, the things that I didn't like about the interviewer interview fell more on the interviewers than yeah. the interviewee all right well there's I'm, a lot of yeah on the interview and, you, and i listened yeah. to the matthew mcconaughey one with them after i watched the olivia jade one and it was the same thing a lot of yeah really deep yeah like what <laughs> like no one's stoned. asking anything no, no one's talking about anything and also, at the end of the interview, they, they wrapped out with, yeah, I, we love your outfit. So they brought it all back to... I did love the outfit. She had I'm a pink suit lie. on. She looked great. <laughs> That's what Emmy wants for Christmas, a pink pantsuit. No, she looked great. And uh, just one other yes, thing. Yes, please. I'm sorry. I'm really, on, I'm really ripping apart Red Table, but I actually really like the Pink and Smiths, so I don't know why I'm ripping them apart so much. Well, but they did the same thing with Jordan Woods. Who was the girl American involved Idol? in? No, she. No, she slept. She was Kylie Jenner's best friend, and she slept with Chloe's baby daddy. Right. Oh, so there was this whole. She came to the red table to confess, to apologize, to kind of work through all this, and they were like, "You're not responsible for your worst mistake. Everybody's allowed a mistake. Everybody's allowed to recover. It's a learning process. You're a child." All things that I absolutely agreed with. I mean, the girl was like 18, 19 years old. I mean, who hasn't mm -hmm. kissed somebody's boyfriend? I'm sorry, girls. It happens. You know, you make okay, a mistake. Like, it was her. <laughs> it does. It happens. No. Okay. I don't disagree. But like her, it was, she was Kylie's like best friend since the second grade. They were living together. 
They were, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I agree. It was the wrong thing to do. But it happens. I mean, you have, you know. Why I save that for later. One too many white claws and somebody's flirting and you kiss somebody. It happens. And they were saying. One too many white claws. Right, but like, don't you shouldn't be, you know, vilified for the rest of your. Jordan Woods is drinking white claws. Point being, they were very <laughs> much like. People make mistakes, right. and you shouldn't be punished for the rest of your life yeah. because you've made a mistake. Okay, so Whereas Nana really wanted to punish Olivia Jade. I do disagree. Before the whole scandal, I watched her all the time. But was, now you hate her. I don't hate her, but I do. don't respect her. I don't respect her, yeah. I do respect the outfit, but other than that. Okay. <laughs> Olivia Jade's like situation also proved that like looks only get you so far. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you because she's going to come out of this... Perfectly squeaky clean. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so either. People are very against her on TikTok still. Her fan base will never... Return. Return. Moving on. Carrie came in like a bull in a china shop today. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of a conspiracy going on here, we think. Well, I just feel like there's a conspiracy going on because, you know, over the past couple of months, there's been like... COVID cases that pop up, but oh, don't worry, you know, nobody here was exposed, or now they're shutting down. We're literally going on vacation for two weeks on Friday, and today they've said, oh, the COVID cases are high, so we're closing down, which just coincidentally for me rolls right into our two-week vacation. But how is that a big deal? Because I think it's been high all along, and they didn't want to shut down the schools. She wants to go on a two-week break while there's supposed to be school. So Correct. She doesn't have to go, and she doesn't have to do Zoom, and she doesn't have to do any work, but she's you still getting Zoom? paid. No, she, no that's not true. Okay. Then no, everyone, we are remote next week. We were going to be remote next week anyways, and, and I would not be paid. It's it's oh. strictly says I will not be paid unless I am doing performing a duty or a task for the school. Oh. So I will not. So that's not true. Okay. Pay or no pay. I'm saying not only would an extra two weeks have been really nice. I'm just saying it's weird to me that it coincidentally falls well on the two week vacation we're about I'm to take. I'm just gonna say it's two weeks after Thanksgiving. Co cases could be high. People did come home for Thanksgiving. All the college kids are home. Yeah. It is coincidental, but it is also somewhat scientific if you want to look at it from how the case I just am skeptical on how staff and students are being actually notified. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the cases... Have you been contacted saying Gracie was exposed? No. Okay. Um, so if the cases are high in Gracie's school, and it's obviously more than one kid... How is it possible that in one way or another, she has never been exposed to one of the people that came down with COVID? I'm sure she has. So why haven't you been notified? Uh, because they don't know for sure. All they know now, I just got a letter from the Diamond Middle School. There's been one recorded case, according to what the Diamond principal sent out to, I'm assuming all the parents, saying... Because there's been a recorded case, we don't think your child's been exposed to that particular person. One? That's what the letter said. I don't know. Maybe I read it wrong. Well, like I just I know read that. At my school and schools in Florida, they only contact you if someone's sitting in your seat. So say Grace sits in the front row for math, and then in the next class, the person who sits in oh, that seat yeah. gets COVID. 
Grace would have to quarantine. How Which is absurd. Yeah. Because kids are yes. moving around the class. Now, granted, everybody has a face mask on. But kids are moving around the classroom. They're sharing the same sink to wash their hands. Whether your seat is right behind and that person or not is irrelevant. Okay, and this is the letter. Have, we have a small bathroom. And we, um, all the girls go at lunchtime to wash their hands. So we're all crowding in this bathroom. Okay, can I Oh, you're this? only supposed to go in two at a time. Well, Nobody. nobody's okay. monitoring that. that. The letter that I got said, we're, this is the letter to the Diamond community. I am writing to inform you that an individual in our school community has tested positive for COVID-19. Blah, blah, blah. It says, if you did not receive a phone call from the building leadership, school attendance will continue as regularly scheduled. So... They're doing formal contact tracing is occurring through the individual's local um, board of health. Okay, so you've only gotten one of those, which is hilarious one. to me. I get one every week from Westford Academy where my daughter really? goes to school. And I'm just like, I mean, literally since the beginning of the year, there's probably been one, you know, the new thinking, how is it possible that that hasn't? No, nobody yeah. has ever come into, like, it just doesn't make sense. I think a lot of people aren't getting tested. You know what I mean? I think no, a lot sure of people, people aren't getting tested, but the ones that you're getting the letter about, they did get tested. Of course, they got tested. So you're telling me that that person or the 35 people from September to right. November, they've never come cross contact with my kid or, my kid or anybody else that I happen to know because no one else is. Here's the thing. I just don't think that it's possible to do this tracing thing. It's just. Yeah, I got I'm, a contact tracing call and it, it wasn't that serious. Yeah, my but roommate had it. Your roommate had it, and you got called it almost so, a full week but later. It was through my school. It wasn't through the CDC. But by the time her she got her result and got the contact tracing, she was fine. So by the time I got the contact tracing, it had been two weeks. Even if you get the call, you've already exposed, been exposed or been exposed or then exposed. It's like I'm not subscribe to the herd immunity thing but i don't think the contract tracing really does anything yeah i don't eat well i don't either i think they notify you way too late it's just not possible to know all right last i want to talk about the girls and i had this uh we talked about this age of aquarius thing apparently every two thousand years there's like a shift in the planets and then we're coming out of the age of Pisces, which has been the last 2,000 years. Okay. And the next 2,000 years, which is happening the December 21st, 21st, right at the um, solstice, we're going to move into the age of Aquarius where certain other planets are aligned and the age of Aquarius mm. is supposed to... Hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this is droning on too long. <laughs> Why is she boring us? Like this stupid... Stuff. That was hilarious. It's really true. Forget it. I'm not <laughs> no, I want to know. I'm curious. Supposedly, the age of Aquarius is all about like enlightenment. We're going to like move into this new. That's why 2020 has been such a tumultuous year. Everything is shifting according to the oh, astrologist. This is right. Also, it's like the it's like rethinking um, how God works. We need to do that. Yes, yes. two thousand years Definitely. ago, it was like the stars were in a line, and that's when the wise men saw the star in the sky. The sky, and we're like, oh, we got to go there towards the star, okay. and they bump into Jesus or whatever happens. <laughs> bump into Jesus. <laughs> they give her. Pardon the, me. They, <laughs> they give this poor lady who just gave birth. Yep. Gold. All and these presents. Perfume. Frankincense and myrrh. Can you imagine? Giving birth and someone gives you spices. Right. And you're Get like, lost. Not, I'm going to barf in your face. Yes. 
And I'm laying on a bed of freaking hay. My yeah, it was spices, right? No, it's, it didn't actually happen. What do you mean it didn't actually happen? That didn't actually happen. The wise men did go to No, people Nazareth. say it's just a Bible story. Just a story. Okay, well, the point is... Oh, we can't is, get into that. The whole thing is a story. Yeah. But. The whole thing is, is that that's how the idea of God in Wait, Christianity... Was two thousand so years confused. ago. I'm so confused. Like, what's the story and what's real? Like, well, we might as well talk about this. It okay, is Christmas but like, next week. But like, it, some like, people, some like, people we don't know. So you really believe Jesus yeah. is the son of God and Mary and Joseph. But some what people believe this? that's just a story that explains like how we are here. Other people believe in like science and evolution. So we we really don't know. Listen, and, and all religious people don't come hating at me, okay? But even if Jesus did actually exist okay and he did right did we we don't know no no listen to me can can somebody listen to me people that could be jesus of nazareth was a real person how do you know that because there's documented evidence about jesus but really he's just a spiritual leader he right he was a prophet he was someone who believed that he was sent from god right yes like he decided david from waco Right. Yes. He believed he was sent from... Let's knock it off. (laughs) Well, I believe... I kind of agree with Maya, but the point is is that he believed that he was touched by God, sent from God, whatever, and he was supposed to do the teachings of the Lord. So Jesus thought that he was touched by God? Yeah, he was the prophet. Jesus was God. And listen, he was... Oh, no. (laughs) No, he's the son of God. That's because we've never gone to church. I know. It's it's too confusing, (laughs) though. I don't blame them. I'm very confused. Well, there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all the, the same father? person. Yeah, that's My what, religious friend told me that. That's what I thought. That's yes. why I'm confused. A religious people, if any of them are listening, My are parents are is a die-hard Christian, and I always try to get her to explain, and I just can't wrap my head around it. The, the bottom line is, is that he was a prophet, and he was trying to do good things for his community. Take care of the poor and embrace we, everybody. Yes. And he prophesized all of these things and then got these followers, the apostles, yes. these other people that were like with him, but he stirred up so much of a mess that the Romans were like, this guy isn't. Yeah, we got to get rid of him. Yeah, he's talking a bunch of smack yep. about what we're talking about. Well, the bottom line is, if this is the age of enlightenment, we're so, going to revisit these things and really figure out what is spiritual, what is our yeah, purpose here on It could take the Earth. next 2,000 years, though, so we might not Fine. be here for I that. think I might be the next prophet. Yay, Well, but Maya. that's the thing. God First of all, he was God touched by God. To We're me. all touched by God. We're all sent from God. He spoke to me in my shower. He didn't. He didn't. He never will. Made up. Did, did something happen in the shower, though? No. Okay. Someone from The Bachelor one time was a huge religious freak, and he said, God spoke to me. In the shower. He, he was, was in doing the bad things, and then he reclaimed himself, well, like, but pure in the eyes of God. Right, in the shower, because yeah. that's where the holy that's, water is. He but that's where you're doing spoke, your thinking. I was taking a shower, and God spoke to me. It is when you're doing your thinking. Anyway, uh, let's let's just wrap up this yeah. Aquarius thing. Uh, <laughs> The point of this was that I think people try to make sense of 2020, to make sense of how come things have been just... How have we gotten to this point? This so is what it is. unbelievably mm-hmm. out of control with everything. Cancel culture, with the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter, this crazy presidential election, COVID. It's been a hell of a jam-packed year. Yeah. And I think if it's true that planets are realigning and astrologically it's a huge event 
it's I think it's kind of interesting. Listen, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but if we're on the religious path, it's kind of like remember something happened with Sodom and Gomorrah and did a big wave come in and wash everybody away or burned everybody down? The land became too toxic. Right. People were engaging in not godly right. things. And they just clean slate. Start over. The point, I think, is that there is an awakening, and I think we're seeing this, which is why there's so much push and pull, because so many people now are are waking up being like, this is wrong. Why are we doing these things? Mm -hmm. Why are we mad at Harry for wearing a dress? Right. Like, what is wrong with this? Yeah. And Jesus wore a dress, by the way. Right. The Age of Aquarius is going to usher in a new way of thinking. What a weird podcast. We started talking about Olivia Jade, and we've ended with Jesus. Well, it is Christmas next week. Harry Styles is the next prophet. That's why he was in the... Could be. Just sort of proclaim yourself one. The point is about this whole thing is the way information is brought to us, the way we consume information as far as the reality TV is concerned, like things have to shift, Mm -hmm. um, and we have to be more conscientious about what we take in. It, It can be crap that we take in but let's recognize that it's really mm-hmm, crap, crap that we're taking in and not use that as educational material which is i'm hoping part of the age of Aquarius. i'm gonna have to change my whole way of looking. yes yeah that's it we're wrapping okay, up peace out peace out bye wilty bye, bye, bye golden jen. boys and bye jen <laughs> see ya bye. bye everybody thank you listeners, for listening listeners